you can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Should be getting started relatively quickly um, when uh, Jennifer sits down and uh, turns on her video and her uh, audio. We will get started. It looks like that's about to happen. So once again, we will uh, allow for her to make an opening statement. <clears throat> and once she's completed that, we will take questions. I will moderate those questions. So please uh, wait for me to identify you and ask you for your question before you speak. And with that, we will hand it over to Jennifer Cohen. Go ahead. Thank you, Jeff. And thank you all. Uh, for gathering on such short notice this evening. Um, I thought it was necessary to share some brief thoughts and answer, answer your questions tonight um, so that I, and especially our coaches and our team, can move forward tomorrow with a clean slate. This afternoon, I met with Coach Lake, and I informed him that I was relieving him of his duties effective immediately and that the university would honor the terms of his contract. I'm not going to go into specifics of that conversation, but what I will tell you is it was professional. Shortly thereafter, I met with our football coaching staff and support staff, followed by our student athletes. As you can imagine, there's a real range of emotions right now, which is very typical when there's a leadership change. But I'm truly grateful to our staff for their love and their commitment to our students and to our students for their grit and for their resiliency. As I noted in my statement that we released earlier today, these decisions are always difficult, and in this case, complicated. I've been evaluating our program for most of the season, especially in recent weeks, speaking with staff members, student athletes, and of, co and of course, Coach Lake. Ultimately, there was no one factor that pushed me in this direction, it was a multitude of things. As I do with all of our head coaches, I evaluate our programs holistically. We look at everything to on the field play and results, to the student athlete experience, the student athlete welfare, recruiting, leadership, plans for success, staffing, and many other factors. Ultimately, I came to the conclusion that we needed a change in leadership for our football program. I recognize that terminating a coach after 13 games is unusual, and quite frankly, it certainly goes against my belief as an administrator. However, when I know something is not working or something just isn't right, I do have an obligation to act. I hired Coach Lake in 2019, full of confidence and, high, and had high expectations and did everything that I could to help him be successful. I'm really disappointed and I'm sad to be here today in his second season. As a director of athletics, his hire is on me and I own it. I have complete confidence in Coach Gregory and our staff as they continue to lead our team with grit, with passion and integrity. We saw that energy this last weekend. 
We've got two games left and we're trying to fight for a bowl game. And I just really appreciate everything our staff is doing to support our students. To Husky Nation, I'm asking you to support our kids as well. Um, these are awesome student athletes, great young men, not just on the field, but off the field. We want to show them some love and support so that they can continue to have a great experience over the course of the next couple of weeks and beyond. Our search for a new football coach begins today. And while I can't put a timeline on the process, we will move swiftly and thoroughly as possible. We are wide open in who we seek for our next head coach. And I'm confident that we're going to have a strong and diverse candidate pool. I will also be relying on a small group of advisors as we embark on this journey. I'd like to thank President Kause and Dr. Alexis Harris, our faculty athletic rep, for their counsel and their support of this decision. Finally, I want to take a moment to thank Coach Lake, his wife Michelle, and his family for all the contributions that they've made, not only to Husky football, but to this community. And with that, I will be happy to answer any questions that I can. Right, thank you. We're going to start with uh, Tim Booth. We'll be followed by Mike Farrell and then Kyle Bonagurug. Tim, go ahead. Hi, Jen. Um, what was obvious to you that wasn't working? As I said earlier, it wasn't one thing. Um, I evaluated the football program like I evaluate every program at Washington holistically. Um, so you go back to the looking at the uh, opportunities for student athletes, both on and off the field recruiting, leadership. It was just a combination of things that I came to the conclusion that I just didn't have confidence in Coach Lake's ability to continue to lead the program moving forward. All right. We'll go next to uh, Mike Farrell. He'll be followed by Kyle Bonagura. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Jan. I'm curious um, when you specifically um, made this decision. When did you know it was the right decision? And how much of an impact did the uh, sideline incident last weekend have in your decision? I appreciate the question, Mike. I've been evaluating the program all year. Um, it wasn't clear to me until a few days ago that this was the right decision for our program. All right, we'll go to Kyle, and he'll be followed by Christian Capel and then Dave Mahler. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, hi, Jen. You know, when, when Jimmy became the head coach, how did the way he interacted with people within the athletic department, student athletes, you know, staff members, evolve um, from December 2019 till today? Yeah, I mean, first, let me just go back and say how much confidence I had in Coach Lake and how much I believed in him and his ability to lead this program. Um, he did a lot of things great as a coach. And, you know, you're looking at evaluating it holistically, though. Over the course of this last season, I just saw several factors um, that I felt like we needed to address in making a leadership change. All right, we'll go to Christian Capel, followed by Dave Mahler, then Dan Raley. Raise your hand, re-raise your hand if you have another question. Go ahead, Christian. Hey, Jen, um, does do these last two seasons and, and the way things turn out impact the, the type of candidate you're looking for for your next hire? I would just say this, you know, this is a special place. Um, we have all the resources we need to be a championship program. Uh, we're going to be wide open in our search, and I know we're going to have a really strong candidate pool. All right, we'll go to Dave Mahler, followed by Anthony, or rather uh, Dan Riley, then Anthony Edwards. Go ahead, please, Dave. Yes. Hey, Jen, can you talk about kind of your fact-finding process that you went through in, in making this call? You talked to players, you talked to other assistant coaches, you talked to donors, kind of go into as much detail as you can about what the fact-finding process was all about for you. You know, our evaluations are really holistic, softy, um, and 
uh, I had, did have conversations with staff and student athletes. And of course, coach Lake, I'm not going to get into any specifics about those conversations at this time. All right. We will go to Dan Raley, followed by Anthony Edwards and Chris Fetters. Go ahead, please, Dan. Jen, that Montana game was a red flag for me as a longtime observer of Husky football. And after that, there were some of the smallest crowds I've ever seen in maybe 40 years. How much did that play into this? You know, as I said earlier, there wasn't one factor um, that led me to this decision. Um, wins and losses, um, you know, fan support, that's one of many factors that you're considering when you're making a decision this impactful. I think what I would just say is that this was a very thoughtful um, decision that took me a lot of time and I had a lot of counsel in evaluating it. So there's just not one, uh, one incident or one factor that led me to this um, today. Was a follow-up, you must be concerned that there were so few people. I know the weather and the pandemic have somewhat of an effect, but still pretty sparse crowds this last weekend and, and before that. Yeah, I and mean, we had great, you know, we started the season with great support. We, we have great fans and great season ticket holders. And um, there were a lot of other factors that I was evaluating and making this decision. All right, we'll go to Anthony, followed by Chris Fetters and then Ruth Robbins. A reminder, everyone, please mute yourself after you ask your question. Go ahead, please, Anthony. Hi, Athletic Director Cohen. This is Anthony Edwards from The Daily. I'm just wondering what changed between your announcement last Monday that you were going to be suspending Coach Lake versus today's announcement that you were going to be firing him. Hey, Anthony. Um, those were two different decisions. Uh, we had an incident. Uh, we needed to evaluate it quickly and we needed to take action. Uh, we have consequences for behavior like that. The decision to terminate was a completely different decision based on a holistic review. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, followed by Ruth, and then Lars. Go ahead, please, Chris. Hey, Jen. Was I know you you mentioned the timeline going forward. I'm curious as to how the mid-year signing period is going to kind of go into the equation going forward. Yeah, I appreciate that, Chris. I mean, we're going to run a, a swift search, but it's going to be thorough, too. And so our focus, first and foremost, is on our current student-athletes and providing them the best experience we can. We understand decisions like this can impact recruiting, uh, but we're going to be thorough enough to get the best coach for the University of Washington. All right, we'll go with Ruth, followed by Lars, and then Christian Capel. Go ahead, Ruth. Yeah, Jen, I, I don't know if you're even going to be able to address this right now, but one of the criticisms that came a lot from fans and all throughout the season was, well, Jimmy, this is his first year, first time head, first time head coach coaching job. And I'm wondering in this search, are you going to focus on coaches that have head coaching experience or are you going to be looking at coordinators? I mean, do you even know yet? Yeah, thanks, Ruth. We're going to hire the best person for the job. Uh, we will go to uh, Lars, Jen, followed um, by so, Christian. Go ahead, Lars. Hi, Jen. Yeah, so last time Coach Peterson was the one that stepped down that gave Coach like the job. Have you had any conversations with him, and is he involved in the search committee with you and helping it at all? I appreciate that question. Actually, let me just clarify something. Coach Peterson did not give Jimmy Lake that job. I gave Jimmy Lake the job. That was my decision, and obviously he was supportive of it. Um, you know, Coach Peterson, we're really fortunate. Uh, we've had him very engaged in the athletic department for the last two years since he did step down. He provides a lot of counsel to me and to our other coaches in the department. Um, he's part of my uh, inner circle of advisors that I lean on for advice on a number of things. And I do expect to get counsel from him during the search process. All right. We'll go to Christian Capel, followed by Tim Booth and then Kyle Bonagura. Go ahead, please, Christian. Jenna, I think there's there's some belief that 
if everything else was going really well and that the team was playing well, um, that the, the sideline incident may have been cured by, by some other um, remedy than, than a suspension. Do you think that's fair? Do you have any thought on that? Oh, the, the behavior um, of a head coach is really important to us. Uh, that decision to suspend Jimmy was because that is behavior that's not acceptable. You know, we have a high standard for our coaches. So um, I can guarantee you, Christian, that we would have made that same decision um, if we had more wins under our belt this year. All right, we'll go to Tim Booth, uh, followed by uh, Kyle. Go ahead, Tim. Jen, if you can go back to, to 2019 and, and Chris walks in and tells you that he's that he's decided to step away. Did you did you have any consideration of looking at other candidates at that time? Or was it obvious to you that that Jimmy was? The, the next person to take over and, and what had you seen from him as a coordinator that led you to believe that he was going to be the right choice? Tim, I might need you to repeat like three of those questions because um, I've already forgotten a few of them, but uh, athletic directors are always evaluating candidates. We are one day away from losing a coach. We spend every year evaluating our programs and paying attention to the market so I was fully prepared um, in looking at other candidates for the position uh, when we ended up hiring, when I ended up hiring Coach Lake. Uh, that being said, I, I just had so much confidence in him. I really believed he was the best person for the job. Great coach, uh, great elite coach, developer of people, great enthusiasm, energy and recruiting. And I'm just disappointed and just really sad um, that this has not worked out. All right, we'll go to Kyle Bonagura, followed by Dave Mahler, then Mike Farrell. Go ahead, please, Kyle. Yeah, Jen, did you guys consider firing Jimmy for cause in light of the sideline incident? And can you give us some details about how the department's going to fund the, the buyouts for him and his assistants? Yeah, as we said in our statement, which I think speaks for itself, uh, we decided to honor the terms of his contract. What was, I'm sorry, what was the other question? Uh, financials? The, the, the question was, did you consider firing him? For yeah, time, yeah we, then, we determined that this was the decision we were going to make, which was um, honoring his contract. And I'm sorry, Kyle, what was the other question? And then it's like, I guess, how, how are you going to fund the, the yeah, buyout? With the, yeah, yeah it's, it's to be determined what that impact's going to be, as you know, in reviewing his contract. But uh, we'll, we'll cover that with our department revenues. All right, we'll go to Dave Mahler, followed by Mike Farrell, then Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Dave. Jen, there was a story that uh, the Times had before the game Saturday um, that there may have been another incident during a 2019 game with Jimmy. Did that play a factor at all in your decision process? You know, we were just recently made aware of those allegations. We're still investigating those allegations. And as I mentioned earlier, there were a variety of issues that I was um, addressing and evaluating that led to this decision. All right, we'll go to uh, Mike Varell, followed by Chris Fetters and then Anthony Edwards. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Jen, you mentioned um, in the search process, leaning on a small group of advisors. I was wondering if you can expound on on who those people are or what characteristics they have that is going to help you make this decision. I'm going to drive you all crazy during the search process because we're going to keep everything as as confidential as possible. I will not comment on candidates, um, nor will I probably share names of the the people that I can count on. But I will say this, I'm leaning on people that have strong football backgrounds and strong experience in in this space. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters, then Anthony, then Ruth. Go ahead, Chris. Jen, you mentioned taking care of the student athletes first and foremost right now. 
What have been their questions and concerns to you since this news is broken? Yeah, I haven't been able to really talk with any of the kids um, since our meeting. They went straight to Lyft and then they had um, activities, you know, this afternoon. So I haven't been able to really download with a lot of the kids. I'm looking forward to be able to doing that on their off day tomorrow. All right, we'll go to Anthony, followed by Ruth and then Kim and then Dave Mahler. Go ahead, Anthony. When asked why they chose the University of Washington, uh, student athletes on the team frequently pointed to Jimmy as a reason that they were here. And do you feel like that it's an obligation for you or like the new head coach to kind of recruit those players again to make to make sure they stay at the university? Yeah, we're always recruiting our student athletes now based on the climate and landscape of college athletics. Right. It's at different times. And and so uh, absolutely. You know, I mean, we want to keep the students here that want to be at the UW and. And it's a special place. Um, our student athletes have enjoyed their experiences here. And um, yeah. We have just three hands up right now. So we'll go to Ruth, then Kim, and then Dave Mahler. Go ahead, Ruth. Yeah, Jen, I'm not going to bug you about specifics because you already said you're not going to mention them. But but on this search, I know in the past when there was a coaching search that a lot of times there was a group of players that had a say in that. And I just wondered if the players themselves are going to be able to give any input in that regard. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Ruth. So I I did share with the student athletes today that I would love to hear from them on profile. You know, what are they looking for in the next head coach? I think it's really important to engage students and hear their voices. I do that um, typically with almost all of our searches here. I don't have students involved in the actual search process, um, but it's very important to know what they're looking for. And I do plan on doing that. All right. We'll go to Kim Reynolds and then Dave Mahler and then Anthony. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Jen, can you go over the buyout a little bit more in depth with us? I don't know how much you can tell us, but uh, how much it is. Is it paid lump sum over a period of time if offsets are um, a part of the equation? And then also um, just maybe give us two or three top characteristics that are must-haves in the next hire. Yeah, as it relates to Coach Lake's contract, we're happy to, my staff can provide details to you on that. Um, You know, and I just come back to like what an awesome place this is and you know, we're looking for the right fit and the right person. We're going to have an open mind to that. Um, obviously, we want somebody that cares deeply about developing students both on and off the field and, and can build a championship program here. All right. We'll go next to Dave Mahler, followed by Anthony and then Kyle Bonagura. Go ahead, Dave. Jane, you mentioned that your conversation with Jimmy was professional. I think that's the word that you use to describe it. Did he try and fight you on this? Was he understanding? Did he understand your perspective? Um, Maybe if you can kind of share more thoughts on the way that all went down. You know, I'm just going to keep our conversation um, confidential, softy, but I will say he was, he, it was a very professional conversation. Okay. And then what was the, just to follow up if I can, what was the reaction from the players in general when they found out? You know, I couldn't quite tell, you know, boys, um, I haven't had a chance. I'm really looking forward to spending some time with them. They had a very busy schedule today. It has been an incredibly difficult week for them. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. Um, So I I don't know if I could tell you. I couldn't really gauge exactly what the temperature of the room was. All right. We'll go to uh, Anthony, followed by Kyle, and then Ruth. Go ahead, Anthony. Just curious for all of your coaches, what do you think that a coach that represents the University of Washington looks like? Somebody that's committed to the development of kids both on and off the field. All right. We'll go to Kyle Bonagura, then Ruth, then Mike, and then Christian. Go ahead, uh, Kyle. Yeah. Before um, before Jimmy's suspension, Jen, had you had to sit down with him and discuss any other off-field issues that were kind of lingering and maybe aren't in the public eye right now? 
I've been having ongoing conversations with Jimmy about all aspects of the program and the factors that I've mentioned uh, several times on this call about how I evaluate holistic success of our programs. When did those conversations start? They're ongoing. I talk to Coach Lake every week. All right. Uh, next is Ruth and then Mike and then Christian. Go ahead, Ruth. Yeah, Jen. Um, you know, when Coach Pete was hired, I remember that uh, there was some interviewing going on with the Sarkeesian staff, the members that wanted to stay on. Do you, I mean, I don't know if you can even answer this question, but do you foresee that being something that if, if any of these coaches would like to be rehired, they have that opportunity? I'm a big believer in the new head coach having full autonomy to hire their staff. Um, that being said, if there are people on our staff that they're interested in, you know, that'd be, that'd be great. Thanks, Jen. All right. We'll go to Mike and then Christian and then Masvida. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Jen, uh, just going back to the idea of, um, leaning on a group of advisors, like you mentioned, why is that the right strategy rather than hiring a search firm or going about it a different way? I'll be hiring a search firm as well, Mike. All right. We'll go to Christian and then Maz. Go ahead, Christian. Jen, are there, are there any budgetary limitations on a, a new head coach salary? We have the resources to go get the best coach for Washington. All right, we'll go to Masvida. Go ahead, Mas. Yeah. Hey, Jen, just so I'm clear, you talk to all your coaches weekly, right? Because you said you, you were talking with Jimmy Lake on a weekly basis just to get that clear. Yeah, I don't talk to all of our head coaches weekly. I talk to Jimmy Lake weekly. I do engage with our coaches. I do... I am very involved in their evaluation process, but some of our programs have a sport administrator that they report to that then reports to me. Okay. And then just your takeaway, I said on the sidelines yesterday, just your takeaway from the kids on the sidelines and just, you know, their whole demeanor and how they played and their energy. They're awesome. You know, I mean, you just look at what they've been through and it's been so noisy too. And, uh, I love their energy. Uh, they were united. I just, you know, I was just so bummed for them and disappointed for them. You know, they were the team that deserved the win last night. All right. Uh, last two questions. We'll go from uh, Kim Grinolds and then uh, Dave Mahler. Go ahead, please, Kim. Jen, I know you talked to Chris Peterson. He's in your inner circle. Have you asked him if he would be interested in doing it again? Kim, I love the fact that you have not heard that I, <laughs> I'm not going to be talking about candidates for this search now. And I, and I won't throughout the process. All right. We'll wrap things up with Dave Mahler. Go ahead, please, Dave. Jen, you mentioned the search firm there. I, I, I always find it funny that sometimes search firms are hired and then candidates that are on campus are the ones that end up getting hired to fill jobs when they're already there. Can, can you talk about just in basic terms, what a search firm you are hoping can do for you that you can't do for yourself? Yeah, I'm still debating the scale of involvement for a search firm. I will have a search firm involved, but the scope of their role is still um, to be determined. All right, that'll wrap us up for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Jen. Thank uh, you, everybody. That'll do it.